There he is. All right. I can see you, but I can't hear you. Hmm? I'm unmuted, yeah. There it is. Let's see. I can't hear you. Nope. Uh, oh, hey, hey, there. All right. I can hear you. Holy crap. Sweet. How are you, man? Can you see me? <laughs> I see you. I see you. I can finally put a face on the voice here. There we uh, go. So, how are you, man? First off, good, good. I'm fresh out of trim jail. Okay, okay, sweet, sweet. Okay, so before we start, right, uh, I want to go over a couple things. Like, okay, it's Newcastle, Maine, correct? Uh, we're in Jefferson, Maine. Jefferson, okay. All right, Jefferson, Maine. Because I'm just going to give you a quick overview before, like, an intro, you know? Yeah, no problem. Jefferson. Jefferson. Okay. Sweet, man. Scott Banks is his name. Correct. Okay. All right, man. And I'm just going to ask you a couple questions. We'll we'll shoot the shit a little bit if we have to, you know? Uh, hey, he's <laughs> ready. <he's, laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I got everything. Are you, are you ready? I was born ready, guy. All right, sweet. So let me hit play here. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Best Buds podcast. I'm Brett, your host. And today I'm sitting with Scott Banks, who's from Jefferson, Maine, and owns a cannabis company up there. And you've been running it for how long, Scott? Uh, this new facility, we've been running for almost two years. It's a process of getting it up and running. So we're getting our full year of actual product coming out of the building um but i've been i've been a caretaker i think since like 2015 oh congratulations yes yes it was very nerve-wracking starting that (laughs) yeah yeah so man i've i'm been following y'all's instagram for a while you know and do i love what y'all do i love y'all's product it's super high quality i i dig it man i dig it oh thank you Thank you, man. That's a lot. That's a lot right there. Thank you. So to start out, man, how how did you start? Like, where did it where did it all begin? This wild idea to start a cannabis company, which is to to normal civilians, you know, it, it's a wild yeah, yeah. process. Um, I, well, I'll try to give you a short version. Um, obviously, uh, you know, there was there's a boom. You know, for every state that opens up, there's a boom. You know, there's a gold rush. Mm-hmm. Um, I missed the gold rush, but uh, my kids were in uh, high school. Mm-hmm. We had twin boys. They're twenty years old now. Love them to death. Pain in my ass some days, but you know, <laughs> love <the> family. <laughs> um, and I started growing uh, in the basement uh, in a small room, and then I started doing outdoor. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, uh, "Hey, Dad, you know, uh, do you think you could calm it down just a little?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, uh, "All right, yeah, yeah, I will." So I. So I stayed small. Uh-huh. Um, I understand they were in high school. You know, they didn't want to say, "Hey, man, you can get some weed from your dad." You know, you know, they didn't, you know, yeah. didn't want to hear that from high school kids. Exactly. Um, so after they graduated high school, is when I started to go full force, go bigger, 
mm-hmm. uh, stronger, louder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and it's, uh, you know, I had a chance a while back and I couldn't do it. So I vowed if I ever get another chance again uh, mm-hmm. to be in this business that I'm going to jump in. I'm going to just right over my head in water. I and go hard, it. man. Because like one, it's an industry, man, where you have to go full force. You can't, you can't come in timid. You know, you're, you're either <laughs> in or you're not, you know. Well, it's, it's, it's a, uh, it's kind of a coming out of the closet theme mm-hmm. when you get into this business yeah. because it's still stigma. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and people still look at you like, Oh, you're a drug dealer. And it's like, no, no, I'm not. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. if I am, I'm a legal drug dealer. The state says I can. You know? Yeah. I'm um, the safe, I'm the safe drug dealer. You know? Right. <laughs> I'm the reliable. And what is it that joke nowadays? You got to find a reliable drug dealer, you know, because of fentanyl, all that crap, all the very hard oh, drugs that I have to do. Um, but, um, yeah, so now it's, you know, now I'm known as, you know, the weed guy and it's, it's kind of, it, I think eh. we all are, man, but in, in a weird place in your heart, you kind of like it, you know, you kind of like it, you know, you know, you can, you can open your arms, you can, you can walk into Hannaford reeking of cannabis, not marijuana yep. because mm-hmm. marijuana is old. It's not clean. Yeah. Cannabis yes. is a cleaner name now. Yes. Um, even, uh. Because here we have what they call, um, used to be the Office of Marijuana Policy. It's what we all have to go through. We all have to get a licensing through them. Uh, it's a state of Maine's branch. Um, they even changed uh, their name to the Office of Cannabis Policy. Oh, okay. So, you know, because the older generation, you know, I grew up, it was totally illegal, you know, but everybody did it. Devil's you know? lighters. Devil's yeah. lighters. <laughs> <laughs> they all had the visine and the lighter and they all stunk. <laughs> they all yeah, smiled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's... Uh, it took it took a little while to say, "Oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm growing weed now." <laughs> <laughs> it gives it kind of catches their breath away. Did, did you say that right? It, uh, it, uh, it, that look is exactly. Like, wait, what'd you say? <laughs> See, Man, do you ever? Because you just got off a of trimming duty, correct? Correct. Yeah, so, do you ever like go into a public place and you get the you get the stare? Um, it, you know, it's just like that old person in the aisle. They fire, you know, and they walk away. You know, yep. <laughs> they leave there with it. <laughs> I just walk. I just walk along. I don't. I like I said. You know, it's out in the open now. Um, mm-hmm. My building is uh, it's uh, seventy by forty, so it's twenty eight hundred square feet. Mm-hmm. It's right on the edge of the main road. Mm-hmm. There's mini splits all over it. Yep, all and over. It. People are like, discreet, you know. <laughs> oh, that's that pot house. No, no. That's a grow house for medical cannabis. <laughs> so, so are you full medical or do you sell? Yes. To, okay. So how does that work? Cause I know that you can't have percentages on the, your, your vials. If you do your packaging, but I don't know if you do. Uh, we're strictly wholesale at the moment. Okay. Um, there's the market's tight. Mm-hmm. Um, a quality product, a clean quality product. That means no pesticides, uh, you can't have any fungus, any mold spores. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you can't have heavy metals. Yep. Um, uh, right now, uh, recreational for adult use, which means anybody over 21 can walk into that store, a recreational store. Mm-hmm. Anyone over 21 can walk in. They can buy cannabis. Um, but right now, the rec is like, oh, you know, we do all this stringent testing, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Well, medical is not by law has to test for this oh, okay but we openly test okay 
Sweet. So when somebody says, well, it was like, no, no, here you go. No analyticals. Boom. That's mm-hmm. my COA certificate of analysis. You need it. Here you go. Mm-hmm. And that stops them right there. And they're like, oh, shit, these guys are clean. Let's, let's get their weed, you know? Because, man, it, I mean, even if you've been a smoker for a long time, I wouldn't say you're a little timid to buy that product. But at the end of the day, you do want to know what's inside, you know? Well, I mean, you, you have a right to know that. Yes, exactly. You know? But, mm-hmm. but the funny part is, is back in the old days, you know, the Gorilla Grow, mm-hmm. you know, you had, pardon my French, but you had bird shit, you had bugs, <laughs> you, yeah, know? Yeah. you had dust, you uh-huh. had dirt, you know, I'm sure you had some uh, white powdery mildew or some mold in that, but nobody yeah. knew it. Most likely, you know, bugs crawling it, like, you know, oh, yeah. you don't know what you're going to get. You know, it could have been, you know, knee high and a fox could come along and pissed on it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no telling. But, so, how does that convert to y'all's marketing how do you market you like you're, oh. since you're a wholesaler um you gotta let your product do the talking mm-hmm. and it, you gotta get out there you gotta beat the streets you gotta you know jump in your vehicle because mm-hmm. well around here most places don't open until 10 o'clock in the morning you know it's like really <laughs> my day's half over at 10 come on you guys yeah, um I learned and then you're out there man <laughs> yeah you know now, now i'm out there until like four o'clock Five o'clock in the afternoon. Now I got to drive all the way home because I could just wander off, you know, 120 miles, mm-hmm. just hitting stores. Exactly. Um, and it's, uh, <laughs> I remember the first time that it came time for me to market the product. Uh, I gung ho, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. You know, <laughs> I'm out in the open. I don't care anymore. Let's go. You know, I'm yeah. sitting in the parking lot and I'm like freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. Wait a minute! I, wait, I, I gotta go in there and I, I gotta talk to these people. I have to actually Uh-oh. open your mouth. You're like, really, <laughs> dude? I drove off. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I can't do like, it, man. That's when. That's it. when you just. That's when you walk in, slap your product on the table, say your name, and then you just walk out. You just walk out. You don't say dude, a word. Take it. Call me. <laughs> take no. it and call no. me. <laughs> that's funny, um, but a lot of times you get a hold of bud tenders. You know, you don't get the owner of the store. Oh yeah. Um, so you know the bartender's like, "Oh sweet, we'll try that, man." You know, and then you call him back, and like, "Oh dude, love the stuff, man. That was super smooth, and you know, it wasn't harsh. You know, had great flavor, great smell." And like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll call you in two weeks." You're like, "Excuse me, yeah, great, hey, man. It's been three weeks." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> man, uh, so then, you know, so then you work on it. You're like, okay, they said call in two weeks. Bang, right to the minute I'm calling them. You know. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got to talk to the boss, talk to the boss. And then it's, you know, so you just got to just gotta keep going, you know, sales. Sales mm-hmm. is get up, show up, follow up. Yeah. And, man, you do have to be a little aggressive it, it, at times because yeah. those guys, a lot of them, they push your stuff to the side. There's so many people, you know, that exactly. you're like. I went in one store and they're like, you do realize um, we've had like 50 people this week, right? And I'm like, yes, I'm sure you did have 50 people, but you didn't have me. Yep, I, I'm the one. I'm the right. one you need out of that 50. And right. trust me, you know. Right. And like you said, just look at it. Just look at my product, take a whiff, take a take a toke, you know, and you'll change your mind. All right. those other 49 are going to be pushed to the side once you try mine, you know. Right. Well, we, we tried selling in uh, November. That's when we had our first uh, harvest to sell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wrong time of year to start out, guy. I can tell you that. Because <laughs> yeah. all the greenhouses, all the outdoor, you know, summer's over excuse me yeah so when we when we finally did generate a sale it was like 
all right, we got something here. Mm -hmm. Because this is the hardest time of year to bust into the market. Yep. We're selling product. Mm -hmm. But we also priced it aggressively so that we knew it would sell. Yes. You know, you, you can, uh, a carpenter can make $50 an hour sitting on the couch. Mm -hmm. You know, he's just sitting on the couch. Well, I get paid $50 to work. Nobody's paying you. You're sitting home on the couch. How's that fifty dollars now working for you? So yeah. if you went to thirty five, you know, I'd be like, all right, you know, let's go, let's go, you know. So mm -hmm. you got to be aggressive, and uh, you know, you got to know, you got to know uh, your cost of production. You know what it costs you per pound to grow, you know, and then adjust from there adequately so that you stay in a profitable margin. Mm -hmm. And there's always that sweet spot, man, because like even though you have the highest quality of stuff in the area you know you also don't want to shoot yourself in the foot when it comes to pricing so sometimes like you said you have to you have to dial down those numbers to know hey i'm in this sweet spot even though it's not too low for me i'm still making a profit and i think a lot of people now don't understand that sometimes i think people go way too high it's it's almost ridiculous uh one of the things we've seen out here is uh, back in the the gold rush, you mm -hmm. know, people were getting three, four thousand dollars a pound for indoor wheat. Woo. And now that's good money. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, a that's, really why, that's why everybody's basement was my god, burning. four grand. Yeah. Wow, wow, dude, that is insane. yeah. So you know, I missed that. You know, I missed that yeah. completely. Um, mm -hmm. so what I was getting to is a lot of these people, as the market started dropping, because as more stores started opening, more people started growing, investing mm -hmm. their money in the market. Um, it came down, you know, it's like $2,400 a pound, came down $2,000 a pound, mm. went under $2,000 a pound, and they're like, dude, I was getting three grand last year, man. I'm not selling it for less than two. Yeah. And they're like, all right, see you later. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so Inwalt is, Inwalt is the next guy and says, I'll, I'll sell it to you for 18. Mm -hmm. You know, so it was like, it was like a race to the bottom. Yep. It's always, then, always looking for the lowest price, for the, but also the best quality for the buck, you know, because you could have a guy come in, hey, I want 1800 for this, but it's absolute reg. It's just the regiest, right. like, you know, so right. I think it's kind of a search when it comes to wholesale. Those buyers are really trying to wait who's going to come in because usually you have, you know, your not gold rush, but your hot times of the year when product starts rolling and end like end of summer, you know, people have right. harvested and they're taking it in, you know? Um, right. So does that, is that hard for you or when you come in, when people aren't harvesting with your product, since you're indoor, does that give you a little bit more of an edge? Uh, I, I would, I would, yeah, I would say like from right now to October is our edge. Mm -hmm. You know, because most of your most of the most of your backyard growers, um, and I say backyard growers, I mean they're home growers. I'm not saying they're garbage. I'm just saying, you know, they're not they're not in uh, uh, the retail market, wholesale market. They're yeah. just you know they're growing their home. You know, they might sell some to the buddy down the road. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, they don't like come over. They might hand them an ounce. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, they they're getting about done with their their supply. Mm -hmm. So now they either have to go to a store or they have to wait till October to buy some, or they have to find their buddy who grew, you know, 20 pounds and still has five pounds left over. And they're like, Hey, can I buy that off you? You know? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. So right now we're doing, we'll be doing all right. This will be our first summer. So we don't even really know what our market capabilities are. 
Yeah. You know, because exactly. we just went through the rough time. Now the market's starting to pick up, mm-hmm. you know, which, 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 we're doing all right. Yeah. Good, man. Good. So on your Instagram and like talking to you in the past month and everything, uh, you're doing grow Dan cubes and hydroponics in, in a sense. Did you do that before y'all's new facility was made or did you pick that up when it was finished? Um, I actually did a test in my basement uh-huh. with like six plants on the one light. Uh-huh. And um, then I learned a totally new technique of how to strip the plant. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get less popcorn bud or larf. Yep. Um, so now you get more, more main top, mm-hmm. more energy, you know, in the tops. So that everything becomes the same, not just one top. Yeah. Um, and I did a test and out of six plants, uh, I got three pounds. Wow. For one light. That <laughs> same thing I said. <laughs> that's really good, man. What yeah, what, what were you running there? Do you remember? Uh I was running Blue Cindy, Supermass Mutant. What was the other one? Blue Cindy, Supermass Mutant. I wish we Damn, had, I can't remember the last train. I wish we had cool names like that here, man. We have boring. Just call them that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think the coolest um, one we got is like Super Sour Tsunami or like something like that. That ain't bad, right? Yeah, not bad. Could be cooler, you know, could be cooler, but it's not. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's, uh, um, you know, you guys are in a totally different market. You're in the CBD market, right? Yeah. Man. Yeah. It's, yeah. I would say it's a different, I'd say it's a different beast. I, I would call it a beast because, yeah. man, you have to come at it completely different. Uh, we can't come in very aggressive. If we come in really aggressive, it can really come back on you uh, legally, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because um, we're still waiting for uh, legislation, regulations, you know, stuff like that. Um, we are regulated pretty heavy now. But I think when that legalization turns over, I think this state's going to be locked down heavy on on growers. So, you, you mean, you've heard about us. What about you guys? I mean, like, do you guys, like, is it totally a wholesale market or is it like a whole retail market or is it, um, or is it just the same thing? It's just CBD. So, the, like what we do, we do all spectrums. We do oil uh joints which we have to make in new mexico now you can't even make smokable products here so we ship it yes yes it's crazy so we ship it off to new mexico and then they're sent back to us to make joints so you can't make them here but you can sell it here (laughs) yeah it's it's insane okay but but what we focus on is our raw flour. That's like yeah. the biggest thing, man. We were so interested watching people, you know, in Colorado and Michigan, like making flour. And it's like, whoa, in the, in a jar? Because usually I buy it in a little sandwich bag, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Sandwich bag. So, uh, but man, we, we started doing that. Um, so right now we're the biggest like in Texas when it comes to raw flour, but we sell retail. We don't do wholesale. I think wholesale highest twelve hundred bucks. Highest, like which is, you know, like you said, my our product is not worth that. It's not worth that, man. Because the stuff in these stores, you know, horrible. Not even trimmed. 
just dried, never cured. I don't know if it's the same there, but it's shocking to me. It is shocking. With 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 being uh, professionally or uh, in the business polite, um, I've been in a lot of stores. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear a lot of talk from people that have been to other stores, mm-hmm. um, and I honestly think we ran into a problem where. And this isn't ego. This isn't anything like that. But it's the truth is, you look in these people's jars, you look on their shelves, and you look around, and you can see, okay, why would they be buying my diamond mm-hmm. when they've got a piece of coal still? Yeah. And that's they grew that. You know, they're, they're selling their own product in their own store. And it's like, all right, you'll call me in two weeks. You already know when you leave the store, dude. You already know. They're not calling. They're not calling. They're not calling. Yeah. And it's, I think we. I think we honestly ran into that. Uh, but now we found some stores that are. Uh, they're leaning more towards uh, high end, boutique style. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be like craft beer compared to Budweiser. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so I think there's room for a lot of that. And you know, people people are laughing at me. So like, why are you getting in the business, man? People are dropping out. My buddy stopped growing, man. He couldn't sell any. You know, I'm like, do you ever play the stock market? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when shit hits a fan, man, that's when you want to buy in. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's the you best. Yep. You're like, I'm in it for at the perfect time, dude. You yeah, know? but do you think you can honestly sell that? <laughs> yes. No. To be honest with you, I don't know what I'm doing what, whatsoever, but this is where <laughs> the way I'm going. There's no room for failure. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm at the point of stage in my life where I'm 55. I shouldn't be creating bills. Yeah. And I just, just created a huge bill. <laughs> yep. yep, exactly, man. That's so, good. yeah, maybe I'm not right, but, uh, you know, here we go. <laughs> I, think, I think you're right. I think you're right, Scott. I think you're right, man. You're on the right path for sure. And, man, you're definitely doing it right, you know. And that's another thing I want to talk about is you talk to all these growers, right? Everyone has a different style, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. I I say that all the time. Just because you do it differently doesn't mean it's wrong. Because at the end of the day, it's about the end product. It's always about the end product. And I think that's the problem with the um, this country right now. You know, you're not allowed to be different because if you are, you're wrong. Wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's that's not that's just not the way I do it. So you're wrong. You know, you know, everybody's stuck on red and blue. You know, there's multiple colors out there to choose. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Um, so much and, more and, than... and to get to what you were saying, I, I tell a lot of people, I use the analogy of a golf swing. Mm-hmm. You know, that there's a basic golf swing that you have to do mm-hmm. in order to hit that ball straight Yep. and not screw it up. Well, you might be more flexible in your hips than I am. Mm-hmm. or Or I might be able to rotate my shoulders a little further than you. So I'm going to adapt my swing, my body to that swing. Yeah. And that's just like plants. You know what I mean? I grew a, I grew a New York diesel. Yeah. Uh, diesel girl scout. Yeah. New York diesel cross the girl scout. And man, I tell you what, she was a you. Mm-hmm. And I give a cut to my buddy. He couldn't grow it. Really? And I'm like, how can you not grow that? She grows so easy, mm-hmm. you know? And he's like, no, that ain't to me. And that's the way it is. You know, I mean, a plant will pick up on your personality, uh, your yep. vibe, 
you know, plants, plants are in tune to the earth, moon, and stars, right? Yeah. We're not, mm-hmm. you know, we get up in the morning and go to work. This, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It gets dark, you go to bed, you know, these guys are in tune. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's why we try to just treat everybody the same. And then we find out what likes us. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you exactly. know, and then once you get that established, then you can say, okay, you know, what's the bud structure? Like what's the density? Like what's the, uh, you know, what's the leaf to uh, uh, bud ratio? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, is it really leafy? You know, is it going to create problems? You know, and then, yes. okay, now we'll work with that because we know what this is the ones the phenol we want. That's the way we'll go with this one. Mm-hmm. Well, so a lot of people think sticking a seed in the ground, let it grow as a weed do, it'll work. <laughs> that ain't, that ain't yep. that easy, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And I've also learned, man, like, I mean, you probably have one of these strains. There's a strain that you love the most. You love you love to get it in there. That's your favorite strain to grow. It, it's it's gorgeous. But then you have that strain that you're like, eh, I don't really know about this one. But I've learned that on like because I have a Larfi strain, which is Hawaiian haze. But I found out that even though it's bad, I, I looked at it at first and I said, yeah, yeah, I, I don't like that one. You know, it's 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 eh. I'm, I was thinking about getting rid of it. You know, um, but the oil production on that thing ridiculous you know so right. just because it grows one way doesn't mean it's it can be completely trashed you know so when people we take photos and of our stuff and post it and people will be like oh that's that's larfy and i'm like yeah i know it's larfy but also this isn't the stuff that's going to be in your jars you know this is the stuff that's going to be in a vape or in a tincture you know in completely different forms so it's such a versatile plant you know and it's so smart, like you're like you're saying, man. They're in touch with everything, everything, man. You're like I, I talk to my plants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a, how, how you ladies doing? What, what's up? I, I used to, I used to. Now it's uh, now I try to give them the, the radio. Yep, yep, give them the radio. You know, give and uh, but I'm also um, I don't know. I, as as we as we get more and more progressed, you know, it now now it's become. Um, a regiment you know what i mean it's like you know okay here here's the keys this brand new motor mm-hmm. don't change the motor son okay yep. just just run what i'm telling you time to work yeah right you know and now you know i've got a guy that's never grown before uh working with us mm-hmm. and he was under that that assumption of you plant a seed let it go it's gonna be so fun nope <laughs> like you son of a bitch he says you didn't tell me how this was gonna be <laughs> <laughs> but now he you know Teaching him to listen to the plant was yeah. the hardest thing to do. It's hard to catch. It's it, man. That's but, hard to grab on. But they show you. Mm-hmm. When I first started, dude, I heard that and I was like, "Man, what are you talking about? Oh, just give them food, water, sun, a little bit of wind, strengthen them up. They'll be good." Yeah, you know. And then I'd get a problem. And I'd be like, "What's wrong with the plant?" Because mm-hmm. I wasn't listening to the plant. Exactly exactly man and i think that just comes with like experience like oh yeah 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 i have not been doing it as long as you have so you could probably catch an issue that's like way earlier than i can you know but i've also learned don't let issues happen as long as you know what to do in the stages that's when it comes like feeding and just environmental stuff you know you have to prevent those things from happening and your plant needs to be in the best quality that it can your job is to make that plant thrive at the end of the right so if you have all your properties 
you know, your EC is right, your pH is right, and, you know, so on and so forth, you know, you can prevent those problems. But between me and you, if there was a problem I've never seen before, you've probably seen it, you know. You know, it, it, the other thing is, is if you see a problem, don't just ignore it. No, 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 it's no. It's not going to go away. I've done that. I've done that, Scott. <laughs> it, it does not work guilty. well. Uh, guilty. Oh, don't come back <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, temperature is a little too low. Let me uh, bump that up. That was not the problem. That was not the problem. Yeah. I'm going to brush it under the table, you know. It'll go away. Yeah, it's funny because uh, um, we did something different this round than we've normally done. We put them in the flower room and we vegged them a little while under the HPS. And I've never done that. I was about to say, how'd that go for you? Ah, uh, we 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 had it wasn't bad issues. It was just the plants weren't happy. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. like, what the hell, man? Yeah, you know, like what the hell, you know? So we try this. No, that's not it. So then we try try this. No, that's not it. So we'd go through the whole gauntlet of every scenario that it could possibly be. Mm -hmm. Not it. So it's like, uh, what the hell? Why, why can't I figure this out? Mm. And what it came down to was, I just, I just don't think our environment liked that. Yeah. You know, 18 hours of HPS is pretty potent, especially the double end is 1,000 watts. You know? a, but, that's a lot. But we, when we bump them in there, we run, we run them at 50% because they just came out of a 315 ceramic metal halide. So they're not used to that. Oh. You know, yeah. so you don't want to burn them. Yeah. Um, but it was like they wouldn't come out of it, wouldn't come out of it, wouldn't come out of it, wouldn't come out of it. So then I changed the CO2 levels and I changed the light level. And I, and I was like, what in the hell, man? And finally it was like, okay, well, let's flip them into flour now. And then we'll do this, we'll do that. And I think, I think what we finally learned was with the lights being at 50% and the feedings at uh, like eight times a day, you know, mm -hmm. like, uh, what is it, 200, it's 200 a minute, so it's two, four, uh, five, right? No, it's two, four, five, 600 for a minute and a half mm -hmm. with two emitters, 600 mLs. Yeah. Um, so what we were doing is we were feeding aggressively. Mm -hmm. We had the CO2 aggressive at 1,500 parts per million, but our lights were only at 50%. Hmm. So we were giving um, the two elements aggressively mm -hmm. with a non-aggressive element here. Yes. Mm -hmm. So they were just like tweaked, like, what the hell? How do we process this? Yeah. You know? So then once once I figured out, you know, hey, we've tried everything. Nothing's worked. The only thing we did different is we put them under the HPS at 1,500 parts per million, full-fledged onslaught feeding. So yeah, we're yeah the timing belt's not right. You know what I mean? Yes, um, exactly. The environment's there, but it's not right. Mm -hmm. yeah. So once we once once we balance it out, they're like, "Hey, Dad." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he did it. He did it. Yeah. Yes, he did. It's like, the hell did I do? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. Hey, I've never. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've never used uh HPSs before. Um what like cuz I want to in a big bloom room. I would love to 
do it for a big bloom room or just start out in a room with HPSs, you know, what, what do you think an advantage is? Because I use LEDs right now. Oh, dude. Um, Without running LEDs, I I don't know if I'd know what the, um, if, if there was technically a advantage or, um, you know, something like that, but I'm old school. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, everything's always been HPS. I mean, you, you go get an HPS now, like a Gavita 1000 double ended. Mm-hmm. It's an open hood. You know what I mean? You don't have to exhaust the heat yep. away anymore. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, oh. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's just, uh, I just, I just like that because that's a lot more yellow, red, you know, it's got a little bit of a blue there. There's might be a little green there. I mean, you can't see it. The plants do. Yeah. Uh, but that, that yellow red, that to me is just, that's, that signifies fall. Yep. Cause I mean, you think about the sun, you know, when it's, you know, in the springtime, you know, the sun's starting to rise on the horizon, it's starting to get higher and higher and stay longer and longer. Um, so you're going more into that blue green light for vegetation. You mm-hmm. know, now your trees are starting to bud out. They're starting to leave out, you know, all mm-hmm. your vegetables are starting to grow. And then as the sun gets to a certain point, Okay, now now you're starting to get more orange, reds, and yellows in your spectrum. Mm-hmm. What what happens? It starts to bloom. Right. Yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. That's that photo period. You know, so many hours of dark, they start to <laughs> like that, that. But yeah, um, the spectrum it changes. Is what is what changes. That's yeah. why you know in in the bedroom we have more of a blue light. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Blue spectrum, you know. Yeah. Um, so LEDs. I'm not sure. I mean. You have uh, the white spectrum. You know what I mean. You have the whites. Mm-hmm. You have um, <laughs> they used to be those pinky blinky ones. Yep. Um, you know now now they have uh, now they have uh, there's some that's not the white spectrum, but it's it's like the I can't remember what spectrum it is, but you know. So now, but LEDs are catching up, dude. Yeah, that's what I've been rocking. I've been rocking LEDs for one for it's uh, cheaper, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and also heat management. LEDs, my LEDs do not, they don't emit a lot of heat because all that heat is concentrated into that breaker box on top, right? So yep. I, you could have this big, you know, whatever you want, like a six by four LED light, but where the heat is actually coming from is from a one by one circuit breaker on the top, right? right. You know, because yeah, so those were our main points, you know, but. I watch people like you guys and guys on YouTube and blah, blah, blah with, with HPSs and bro, it, yeah, they explode like, no, you're killing it with freaking LED, man. LED, man, but that's what I've been using the whole time. I don't know if it's cause I've become accustomed to it or, you know, I, I, I feel like that's kind of what it is, you know? Well, I've heard, I've heard there's a different environment for LEDs compared to HPS. Um, I can like, run I don't know if it's a lot higher, way higher. Like I'm running like a five EC. Like what? It, it dude, insane. Insane. It's like right now, beginning of bloom. Well, I run that at the end of bloom. Right now at the beginning of bloom of bloom, I'm running a 3.5. What do you run a veg at? Veg, I run at a 2.5, 2.7. Wow. Do you dude, so insane. I gotta, right. send, I gotta send you pictures, dude, because 
we at the end of week two, like uh, at the end of this week, we'll be I'll be done with week two. Um, dude, the foundation it, it exploded. These things are absolutely stacked, man. Like my internal spacing is really good, you know, aggressive feeding, you know, like that's what we want. Right. right. So I'm, I'm about to drop my temps, but man, dude, they, they look nice. They look. Now you have to run a higher, a higher temperature with LEDs, right? Yes. Only at the beginning of bloom. And then in my veg, I run about an 80, 72, like 80 degrees, 72% humidity. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, my my mom room is 81 degrees. Like it gets up there, but yeah, oh, they like it, you know. No, they love it, they love it. Yeah, oh, our, our vegetable might try to keep it our vegetable might try to keep 80 degrees, 60 percent humidity. Yeah, um, and I think we're running <laughs> I think just for the halibut, I went with a 420 parts per million of CO2, you know, you yeah. gotta throw the 420 in there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're feeding we're feeding like uh um yeah, I think we're only feeding like a 1.8, 1.9 in veg. Really? Yeah. And then uh, when we go into flower, uh, mm. we're only up to like a 2.2. Yeah. But LED is completely different. Like uh, there's a there's a guy that I follow. Uh, do you know who Craft Farmer is? Do you know who that is? I don't know who they are, no. So he's a guy in like Sacramento or whatever. And uh, he has these little like YouTube clips that I watch and, and all this stuff. And his HPS uh, lighting running it about around your range, about 1.8 in veg and then a 2.5 in, in bloom, right? But his LED game, he's running a, around a four in bloom, like crazy high numbers. Okay. Know? So, all right. So hear me out. Yeah. Hear me out. Okay. I just caught on to something here. Mm-hmm. HPS costs more in electricity. It's no doubt. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we're running lower cost on food. Yeah. So um, whatever you're running for nutrients, do you find that your nutrients bill is? Um. Well, well one, you know, Matt Roach, right? Never heard of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're not trapping me on anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> he pop, he pops in in the background. What's up? Yeah, yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> but, so, uh, we buy through Monster Gardens where where he used to work. So uh, get a pretty good deal. I uh, use Cutting Edge. Have you ever heard of Cutting Edge? I have. I have. And now you're doing like a three part or five part? Yeah, uh, I'm running a three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I just I just use him just a salt based fertilizer. You know, yep. kind of cheaper because we're friends with the people at. at <laughs> who sell it so i'm like we'll pick that in yeah yeah it can can try that out i'll test it out for you so it's pretty nice but i think i would love to move to hps just because of the high yields i've seen i've seen big yields on that yeah i i got guys that are using leds and i know i got a guy right now that's just crushing i mean he's turned out great quality product Mm. But he doesn't have a bunch of product. Now, is it the LED? Is it the way he's growing? Uh, you know, not that he's growing it wrong, but he's growing it his way, the way that fits his lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so is that what it is? Or is it is his food? Or is he not running enough food? You know, so you don't know, you know, unless you're actually physically working beside that person every day, you don't know exactly what could be the issue or non-issue, but could help things. 
Yes. Um, but yeah, I do. I do see um, HPS does give a pretty good yield. Um, like I think last time we talked, you told me you were getting a pound per per plant. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a pound. We were we're at like a half. We're at like a half pound of plant. Um, Still, that, but, um, that is stacked. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Christ, when we first started this, people are stoked to get four ounces of plant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what Let me try this out. <laughs> Catch up, dude. Catch up. Come on. Well, the first time I grew, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, yeah. See, the first time I even tried it was under one hood, and I had four plants, and I had a pound. So that was a quarter pound of plant. All right? So when I first started, it was a quarter pound of plant. And then I got it to six ounces of plant. And then it was... Eight ounces of plant. I'm like, all right, here we go. Now we can, but that's also strain dependent. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Um, we had uh, we were growing Moroccan Kush, and we first got that that seed. Um, that was the only one we never had to pheno hunt, dude. Really, everything was the same. Really, I didn't. I've never seen that before. Right. Ever. And now our, our cherry gorilla, mm-hmm. we had twenty seeds. We kept. One pheno. Really? Discarded the rest of them. Don't want them. That is crazy. That's insane, man. But, okay, for for strains that you do have to pheno, what does your plant, like, plot look like? Like, how many numbers? What, what are you rocking with to search? Uh, whatever the CPAC is, um, you know, now that we're up and running, we really don't – I really need another building, man. <laughs> yeah. Run that space, I need a research huh? and development building, someplace where I can pop seeds, <laughs> you know, pheno hunt them out, and then introduce them into the flower building, you know what I mean? In the veg building. Exactly. Um, but right now, it's, you know, instead of popping 20 seeds, I might mm-hmm. pop five. Really? And just start, you just go with five. You start pretty small. Because I, I, I plant like 50. I go crazy. Yeah. yeah. Right. But I mean, are you pheno hunting or are you just, you know, like looking at them? Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know it's, what I'm saying? it's a bit of both, you know. Um, but also, I feel like with the low numbers, you know, you don't get distracted on the ones that could be close. Does Does that make sense? Yeah, but but there's also there's also a certain there's a certain thing I'm looking for. Uh, like I said before, you know, you got to have bud structure. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want two liter bottles. I don't want one liter bottles because that can cause issues. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a bud. You know, one liter style length of your forearm, your hand. That mm-hmm. is freaking cool. That's awesome. We all yeah. want to see that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, but if you have an issue, you may have just issued your whole room. Yes. And mm-hmm. you fail testing. Yep. Mm-hmm. How are you going to sell your product? Yeah. See, that's one gamble I'm not willing to take. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we look for the bud structure, uh, bag appeal, mm-hmm. uh, smell. Um, then the way genetics are nowadays with THC, if you smoke a THC joint, let's face it, you're gonna get high. Yep, hundred <laughs> percent. It's you a guarantee. You know, it might last longer. Mm-hmm. So you know that's why when I started this, and uh, I got I got one partner. Well, I can't say partner because we can't have a collective, but he has another license and he runs another room. Yeah. Yeah. Can we can we omit that line there? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a minute delay? Come on. No, um, I don't think it will hurt much. <laughs> <laughs> so uh where were we? What was I talking about? 
Well, that's oh, you were oh, talking oh, about. Yeah. yeah, you were talking about how cannabis like gets you high now. It's a it's a hundred percent guarantee. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, see, I have a theory on that too. Because well, you know, back in the old days, um, when you did gorilla grow, like out here in Maine, you know, mm-hmm. you'd run out in the woods, you'd clear a little patch, throw out a bunch of plants, mm-hmm. scared shitless every time you're gonna get busted. Yep. Um, but you had to harvest them before October because in October. That's when you started going bird hunting. Mm. Well, you know, there's some people out here that would go bird hunting and they weren't hunting birds, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the theory was when the hairs were red, they're dead. Uh-huh. So you whack them down. Yeah. So they're saying nowadays, you know, this weed's a lot more potent. You know, you're getting like 22, 23, 18, you know, some people blowing 32%. You know, the weed's way more potent nowadays. Is it? Yeah. Or is it we finally learn just let them go to the end when they're done? Yeah, completely. We don't have to harvest them. We're inside of a building. Yeah. yeah. You know? And there's, like now, there's actual science that backs it up. The perfect time for cannabis to be harvested. Yeah. Um, so that's, that. actually, you just answered one of my questions. I was going to ask, how has, I know, right? He's already on it. Uh, how has cannabis changed since you started? If, if there's anything you could pick out. Wow. Well, first of all, you don't have to pick out stems and seeds anymore. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, back in the day, you might get three joints out of it. It's <laughs> like, really? Where yeah. did it go? Yeah. <laughs> the album cover. All right, let's get the seeds out of here. Come on, let's go, guys. Um, yeah. Has it changed? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Genetics, man. Genetics, genetics, genetics. You know, people, all kinds of people ask questions like, well, you know, how do you how do you get such a nice plant? You know, but, well, first of all, that plant don't give a shit what I think. It don't care what I want. And it don't give a damn what time of day it is. If she needs something, she needs it now. Because a plant's job is only to procreate. Yep. That's all they care about. Yep. Surviving. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't even think that way. Yeah. Unless we're in a war situation or, you know, you know, sometimes are really tough. Then you think about really actually surviving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they do that nonstop. Yeah. And, you know, that's why I try to explain to some people that help out. It's like, look, they don't give a shit what you think, man. Mm-hmm. It's all about them. Yeah. They're going to do the job. <laughs> yeah. They're going to do it either um, way. But, uh, yeah, no, genetics is the biggest thing. Um, you know, if you can provide an optimum environment, um, which obviously you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's just pay attention, mm-hmm. pay attention. And, you know, in stripping out, uh, the undergrowth, that's just not going to matter. Yeah. You know, well, a lot of times when people first start out like, Oh man, look at all that bud, you know? Woo-hoo! Yeah. Look what happens at the end. Yep. After the draw, you don't have any. You want to come back three <laughs> weeks later and you want you want to see what it looks like? Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. right. You know, that's like us. Uh, some of these guys are aggressive and stripping. I mean, they call it what? Swazing. Yep. Swazing. You know, I mean, they hammer those plants. But man, look at it three weeks later. Yeah. But now there's also a limit of stress on a plant, too. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a point. Of bad stress. There is a point, you know. Um, but it also depends on what, like, what is that product going to? Because there's certain times because we do smokables as well, like joints and stuff like that. So sometimes I don't strip as hard because even though those little ones aren't completely matured, they're usable. Yeah, know? exactly. So, exactly. 
I could turn it up, but if I had a crop that I was growing just for boutique jar right. flower only, what am I going to do? You're going to strip it hard. I'm going to strip it harder than I ever have, you know? <laughs> um, so the, that like that goes back to my last run or my last two runs. Uh, we needed joint inventory. And right. so, you know, but that makes it easier for trimmers, but you also run into some issues. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys hand trim or do you use machines? uh like as in our final product or yep. uh we actually do a double we put it through a tumbler right just a netted tumbler um i got it for my buddy uh mike bracewell in in california it's called tom's tumblers it's yep. a it's a bladeless trimmer so we we run it in there and we tumble it for about a minute you know after it's dried and then we put it in a grove bag and after that it goes to the hand trim, but we just call it hand touched and we just right. go in and we hand trim everything. Just, to, yeah, just so we do, we do, like we do all scissor. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You wait, do you do wet trim or do you do dry, dry trim? Dry trim. Okay. I was about to say, I was like, you're wasting your damn time. Jesus, man. We did that but once. But that's what the market demands. Yes, dude. And I mean, it's so right. surprising because here, they don't they don't demand that here right and, and i think that's what sets us apart that's what we want because we want to compete with the people who are about to that are about to figure it out you know right that, you know you could have the best stuff ever but you didn't put in the time to trim it and it's come back to bite you in the boo honk you know or whatever right yeah. Right, right. Yeah. You can say whatever you want, man. I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, see, that was that was one of the things. Um, you know, I, I've tried trimming it through the machine indoor, but indoor, you know, you you get such a unique you can get a lot of unique buds, you know, like I call it monkey fisting, you know, you get those notes, you know, when the plant's starting to get to the point where she's like done, yeah, you know, you get little bumps. That machine yes. ain't going to do that. It's going to leave that leaf in between those bumps, those little sugar leaves, yeah. you know, which people can't stand. But hello, right. let me let me give you all my sugar leaves. See how high you get. Come on. <laughs> I kind of like it though. Like when I right. get when I get bud that's kind of not coated in sugar leaves. No, you're gonna have a few cured well that you see. You see that it's matted up against the side. Oh, and it's covered in trichomes. Oh, covered. I mean, like. Drink dipped in a sugar bag, like oh my gosh, it's nice. I I like that stuff. We had uh, the cherry gorilla. It's the only one I've known. It's the only strain we've had that does this. But um, we sold to a company uh, to the drop. Uh, went next door, uh, next door to have some lunch. Phone rings. It's the company. I'm like, uh oh, what do they want? What's wrong? Like yo, what's up? And they're like, hey, uh, yeah, we just noticed this brown stuff coming out of your bud. I'm like. Brown stuff? What are you talking about? Yeah, well, don't don't yeah, just say of, brown stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I mean, don't say brown. <laughs> yeah, don't say brown stuff, dog. Brown you... is down. Come on, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'll finish my sandwich. I'll be right over. I said, I'm sure I know what it is. Uh -huh. So, um, I went back over, and they're like, I'm like, where is it? They're like, oh, it's right here. And I'm like, oh, you mean that? I'm like, dude, <laughs> that's sugar out of the plant. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, you've never seen that? I said, it's, it's so sweet. I said, here, try it. You know, just take your scissor, put it in there. And they're like, 
all right. So they do it, and they're like, oh, my God. Ah. And I had never seen it before either, but I knew about it, so I kind of played them. <laughs> you never yep. seen this before? In your mind, you're like, I hope to God I'm right. <laughs> I wish I could I wish I could harvest that and make it a sweetener for coffee, teas, and stuff like that. Really? You don't get high off it. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like a trigger. Like glucose deposit or what yeah yeah and, and it's emerald you know it's emerald you know it, it looks like a nice oil yeah mm. oh God. I've, never, I've never seen that before oh wow and i was i saw so i was like yeah when you see that on your plants you know you're doing it right <laughs> <laughs> oh you don't have any you don't have any sugar deposits on your plant you've never seen it <laughs> Oh, dude, it's that's funny. why I'm here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, another okay. I asked how cannabis itself has changed over since you started, right? How has growing changed since you, dude? It's scientific now. It's insane. It's people insane. are breaking it down. I mean, I've talked to some guys, and I start talking to them. And I'm just staring at them like a deer in the headlights, like. Wow, why why are you going through all that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, that's I mean, a lot. When yeah. I first started, it was it was kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, and I had a lot of people tell me, Oh, you can't do that. Oh, you can't do that. I'm like, maybe I can't do that. You can. Watch me. <laughs> you know? And, and now now now, you know, here we are now. Now the guys are buying my product. Mm -hmm. You know, and they're starting to do things that I was doing back then. Which yeah. they told me I could do. Yeah. Mm. Um, it was nice being a rookie, you know, up against a bunch of old school growers, you know, and, and trying things. That, like Mylar, uh, you had to have that panda film in your rooms, right? Because mm -hmm. the white was the best reflective that you can get out of it. And I'm like, yeah. well, no, the bugs can hide behind it. If you get a bug, you know, and you, how do you clean your room? Yeah. You're like, oh, you, cha you change it every grow. I'm like, what? Every grow? I'm like, dude, you know how expensive that's gonna get? Yeah. They're like, well, you know, you gotta do it. it's cost cost of doing business. I'm like, all right, how about this? How about you paint your room flat white? Yeah. Oh, you can't do that, dude. I'm like, we mean I can't do that. Well, yeah. no, that's not reflective. I'm like, really? I said, look it up. Flat white is the ultimate reflection. Just the color white in general. Duh. <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know. So but, I know, saw that I saw that you run metal sheets on the inside, yeah. right? I've yeah. never seen that before. That is very that is very unique. Very yeah. clean. Really? It's cheap. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Because I, I was looking at it today and, and I was going through your Instagram and and I, I zoomed in. I was like, is those metal, metal sheets? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this guy. <laughs> like, look at him. I'm like, Jesus. Oh. No, I, that thought uh, uh, fiberglass resin panels <clears throat> would be the best. You know, like you see in the bathroom stalls and, you know, yeah. in public places. Yeah. That would be the best, in my opinion. But you still have those strips. Yeah. You, do. you know, so something could hide in there, you know. Yeah, but you know, and, if you clean your room and you main, you know, preventative maintenance is the best maintenance. Yes, yep. It sucks to do. I get it, but it's better than to cure the situation. My gosh, having a treatment instead of a prevention is way worse. So right. you might as well just do it. And man, bugs are gonna hide anywhere. 
they are going to find a spot that you haven't seen before. You know, fungus so, gnat have a portal from hell. Dude, I had a fungus gnat problem for the first time. Dude, I got one for the first time. <laughs> kicked, kicked my ass, dude. My God. I'm still kicking it. Dude. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, what is it? As a guard, have you used it? Uh, I'm shying away from it. Okay. Um, I don't know if it'll pass. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yours is different. Yeah, yeah. So, we're, so right now we're trying uh it's a rosemary peppermint clove mixture mm-hmm. um basically it's sns sns 203 <laughs> yeah um because what i didn't know was they say fungus gnats feed on your roots all right yep. true false indifference who cares mm-hmm. but the larvae actually the pupae actually feed on algae or uh, a fungus in your root zone. Okay. The pupae are there for three weeks, dude. The adult only lives a week. My gosh. Dude. So just because you don't see them flying around, them little bastards are still there. They're waiting. Uh, Yes, and especially, (laughs) I got that problem when when I moved to the Grodan. But now, now I got it all lined out and everything. But it's like... That thing holds so much moisture. It it is calling them to live there. But where did the little bastards come from? I have no idea. I have it's no idea. Off. It's what fifteen hundred degrees. Yeah, they don't live in that. It, they are sneaky, sneaky little bastards. I got it for you. Drains. Yep, I'm rocking drains now. I was I was not before, but I'm rocking drains now. Drains hide them, dude. Yep, I've noticed that. I've noticed that, dude. They are because I will. One, one, I get uh, well, I use the Asgard on my floors, you know. Okay, I, I use the Asgard on my floors, so I spray that. And like, I'm always looking, I'm always looking for them. I'm, I'm getting down, I'm getting down underneath the canopy, and I'm searching. If one flies by my eye, I'm like, oh my, where God. Are you? yeah, where. where? Yeah, try catching them. No, oh, impossible. And there's like <laughs> thousands of them. Thousands, thousands of them. I can only catch a certain amount, you know? But God, man. So oh, so what I've been doing as a guard in my drains. So I'll fill up, I'll fill up a big canister and then whatever milliliter it is. I think I was running like five mils for every like 700 milliliter canister or whatever. And I just I just wash them out, baby. I just, I just wash them out. I'm like, I'm giving them the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Take that, take that. You ain't coming it's back. Ironic because it dehydrates them. Yeah. Uh huh. Wait, wait. I just flooded the cube again, but I'm dehydrating them. Dehydrating them, which I'm surprised they survived too because of the salts. I don't right. know. I don't know why the salts don't kill them. I, I don't understand that. But well, I tried nematodes, but with the grow dam blocks, as you know. They're constantly mm. wetting them. Yeah. And nematodes like a moist environment, not a wet environment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So not it worked that. for a while, but it was like, man, I'm just pissing microbes down my drain. That's all I'm yep. doing. Yeah. Wash them right out every time. Yeah, exactly. So do, do they like feed on like, because I use soil for my moms. Do they feed on mycorrhiza? Because I, I feed like beneficial bacteria. Well, no, no, no. It have to be. Uh, it have to be uh, 
a fungus or an algae. Okay. All um, right. See, and that's what this SNS two hundred three also does. Is it also eliminates? Because I mean, you know, grow Dan. I mean, you know, if you've got any light at all exposed on that block, it's going to grow algae. Yep. Yeah. It. Can't get away from it. It's just going to happen. Yep. That's why you buy the wrapped ones. I see people buy the unwrapped ones. I'm like, y'all are crazy. You're insane. <laughs> I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool with the top getting a little bit of algae, you know, because a little bit like I use zero tall and like a little bit like really high powered zero tall will kind of prevent that. But, dude, I see people what use the ones that don't have the plastic on the sides. Dude, it looks like shit. It literally looks like shit. It's so kind of looks like my pool right now. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't yeah. opened it yet, okay? Come on. <laughs> Hey, it's about that time, dude. It's about that time. Oh man, we've been in like a week of rain, so it's just really it's just what brutal. Is, it's not even what worth opening. Summers look like like what's the degrees? Like seventy eight? Oh God, no. Um, uh, normally, well, things have changed. I mean, you know, I'm not a big um, climate change um, conspiracy theorist. I think a lot of things are more cyclical. Yeah. Um. But, you know, we are having easier winters. We are having warmer summers. So maybe there is something to that little tin hat thinking. Um, But, yeah, no, we can be uh, we can be 75, 85, um, you know, then August. August is usually the the Triple H is hazy, hot and humid. Yeah. Uh, You know, Christ, it can be 90 degrees to with 80 percent humidity. And I'm going to tell you right now, you all never seen that. Dude. You got the dry bones. That's some muck. You kind of oh, get out of the shower, you dry off, but you're still wet. And you're like, you're oh. still wet. You're, you're like, so oh, wet. my God. <laughs> you step out the door and it's like an oven with a, I don't know, with a mystery <laughs> in your face. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, went, uh, I went up for the first time to uh, see my, my girlfriend's sister. Uh, we went up to visit her. And, dude, gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous, man. Golly. It's amazing. I Because I. Man, I've never been up that far north, you know. Um, no, nope, never, man, never. I went to, I went to Boston. I drove through. We went through New Hampshire, like all these places. Well, one, Boston people are crazy. They're insane. <laughs> they're they're wild people, you know. They, they don't care, <laughs> dude. They don't. They don't give a fuck, man. They don't. No. Care. and they don't buy one either. <laughs> no, nope, they don't. So we were walking down. Uh, well, oh, the Bruins game just got done. It was home game. Everybody down the street, we see them flooding out of the stadium. Bruins, Bruins. Oh, yeah. Those people are wearing shorts. It's 15 <laughs> degrees. It's 15 degrees outside. I am. Dude, antifreeze, man. It's called alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, and like, like girls and like like really short dresses. I'm like, y'all are insane, man. I am covered oh. up to the gills with layers. Oh my god. Well, that's what happens when you're soft living on that warm environment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, I am. Oh my gosh. Yeah, see, we bitch about the heat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Here, here it's just intense. It's like kind of hurts your skin, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh god, yes. I mean, I've been into Arizona. Um in Arizona in the wintertime, oh, baby, I'm in love. I wish I could have weather like that all the time. You know, it was just amazing. But I've also been there in June, July. Mm-hmm. Oh. See, those people, those people die. are crazy. Those people die. are crazy. Yep. 
mm-hmm. dude, nine o'clock at night, it's still 90 degrees. It's like, in God's name, why would you want to live in this? Yep. They're like, hey, you want to you wanna go outside and, uh, you know, like, drink a brew? And you're like, no, I'm sweating my ass no, off. I can't drink beer that fast. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the difference between here and Arizona, our winters are brutally cold. Like, yeah negatives you know but it's the wind chill here right. it's got a bite but right. it's not like that's why i like we went to boston i was like you know i'm i'm cool you know i can handle the cold you know not those coastal winds baby no not the water no oh my god you get you get in between the streets and it's just a it's a fun oh, oh dude oh my gosh i want to die jesus yeah i'm i'm yeah I'm no uh, off into, into shops i'm ducking away but um, our winters aren't bad. I mean, you know, when I was a kid, because I grew up just down the road from where I live, uh-huh. um, <laughs> I didn't move very far, huh? I moved like a thousand <laughs> feet. Me neither. <laughs> I just can't get away from this place. Um, I always remembered, you know, we would have a lot of snow. Um, you would be able to get on the ice in January on the lake. I mean, in December in the lakes. Uh-huh. Um, now, you're lucky if you can get on the damned ice in February. Really? Yeah. Ooh. And then you want to get the hell off of it because it's leaving again by April, May, June. What is it? January, March. Yeah, March. My gosh. Yeah, That's now I, I used to leave in March. It used to be, uh, you know, January, March, maybe April. Um, but, you know, we used to have like three feet of ice on our lakes. You know, now we might have a foot. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, there is something to it, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the jet stream, if the jet stream don't bring you the right weather, it's yeah. not going to do it. Yep. Never going to do it, man. Like Never going to do it. We went up to like snowboard in Utah this year and stuff. You dumped, dumped with snow. Like they're still, they're still skiing. You're I like, was talking to a guy from Montana uh, just this past weekend. Uh, of all places, I met him in Walmart. Yeah. And he, he's look, he's in the condiment aisle, right? Uh, and I mean, there's there's so many condiments. You have pink, blue, yellow, orange dressing. You know, you've got the hot, the sweet, the sticky, the nasty. I mean, there is a lot. Yeah. And the guy just standing there, and I'm walking by, and he turns and he looks at me. Now, mind you. I got a t-shirt on. He's got a winter jacket on. Okay. This guy's from Montana. Come on. Yes. He looks at me and he goes, man, you all got some serious shit here. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, condiments. <laughs> he goes, you got everything. He goes, man, back home, he says, we got ketchup, mustard, relish, mayo. <laughs> it's- <laughs> and then he's talking. He's talking about, have you ever seen Yellowstone, the movie? I'm like, yeah, I've seen him. And he goes, yeah, they've ruined my time. And that's why we're out here. We'll let oh. them have it for a while, you know? And he's like, yeah, I was just up in the mountains. There's 33 feet of snow. And I'm like, wait, what? 33 feet? I said 33 inches, right? Ain't he goes, no. He goes, 33 feet. And I'm like, what the hell do you do with all that? He goes, oh, that's nothing. I, you die? I'm like, Insane. Don't shut the uh, truck off because you're gonna plow every day. <laughs> yeah. Uh well, okay. I have a couple more questions and then we're gonna have to call it because we're Yeah, gonna... I get scattered. I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> you're good, man. I love it. Because there's a lot of people who don't say anything, you know, and you're like, come on. Yep. Oh, well, that's cool. I grow. That's right. I grow. Yep, been growing for years. <laughs> nope. No, I don't know anything uh, like that. <laughs> so I was on your Instagram. Right. Uh-oh. I saw that you got. I saw that you got a dirt track team. 
Uh, it's actually asphalt. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay. So t- tell me about that. Okay. Um, we were camping for a few years with our kids uh, in a town called Union. Mm-hmm. Um, and we met a family, uh, the Browns. Uh, he's a, He races modified. Um, he's got two daughters and a son. Uh, one daughter has done some racing. Uh, his son's starting to do some racing now. Um, and when I was in the, because I'm a builder by trade. Uh, which hence you sent it to Cape Hill Carpentry. Yep, I figured. <laughs> Cape Hill Cannabis. You know, I'm kind of like using up that Cape Hill shit, you know. Yep. Good shit. Um, <laughs> um, so I met him there, and uh, when I was in the carpentry business, I was like, hey, man, what does it cost to get a name on your car? He's like, yeah, whatever, man, get it on there. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I was like, hey, man, would you mind carrying a, a cannabis company on your? <laughs> yeah, no, man. Cool. I'm like, cool, I want the hood. <laughs> yeah yeah i don't want that quarter panel no more i want the hood yeah um, so yeah um he uh got us we was supposed to be on there last year it didn't end up happening but well, we got him on this year and we get it on his son's car too um it's whisk cassette it's every other weekend so they got two different uh race classes set up so one weekend this group races the next weekend this group races um he's modified i think his son is uh strictly street i think mm-hmm. uh don't quote me on that but uh yeah it's a cool it's the fastest uh fastest biggest oval racetrack in maine really and it's not that big (laughs) come on (laughs) uh yeah them guys you know everything's bigger in texas baby the modifieds might be running like i'm gonna go out on a limb i'm gonna guess like maybe 80 to 100 Mm -hmm. um you know some of the other classes are running 65 70 Mm -hmm. um but you know it's it's like a half mile track i think so it's small Mm -hmm. um but yeah, no, they're cool people, and uh, you know, we've always, I've always just loved Mike. I just like who he is. I like how he stands for. He's a great family man. You yeah. know, that's kind of what we try to align with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like when we go to stores, we feel the people out. But that's you know, just trying to align ourselves with uh, the right people that mimic us, and you know, want to do the right things. And yeah, yeah. Live well, life. I saw that, and I was like, hey, you think they're racers too? Is like competitive <laughs> racers? Like, no, my wife wouldn't let me out there. <laughs> but hey, man, we gotta wrap it up. But thank you, Scott. I appreciate oh, you coming on, dude. Yeah, I, I love what you're doing. Oh, and, wait, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yep, get it on there. Yep. <laughs> Don't forget to plug. Don't forget to plug. But hey, man, we're gonna we're gonna definitely need you back on eventually. Oh, man. Dude, I'd yeah. love it. Great time. I love talking to you, dude. Thanks, you're thanks for having you. Sure. You guys are killing it. You know, you're, you guys you. are doing great. Thank you. Um, keep up the good work good and. Love. Uh, Maybe if you guys ever get in the THC business, we'll uh, we'll work with you. Yeah, send you send you a couple clones or two, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, all right, bro. Thank you, sir. All right, man. Peace. It. Later, brother.